Hi, welcome back to Chit Chat Chillin', where we talk about random stuffs on random days because we are bored. I'm Nathan, I go by he, him pronouns, and I am straight. Hi, I'm Kira, um, I go by she, her, and I am bisexual. I'm Ella, I also go by she, her, and I have no clue, I'm somewhat of gay though. I'm Amelia, and I go by she, her, and I'm straight. And I am Aspen, I go by she, her pronouns, and I am straight. And today we have some special guests. We have our honorary member of the Chit Chat Challenge podcast, Kaylee, and the Queries. Hi, I'm Kaylee, I go by she, her, and I am pansexual. And? Uh, I'm Luciana, I'm one of the members from the Queries podcast. Um, I go by she, her, and I am queer. Hi, I'm Andy. I go by she, her pronouns, and I'm biromantic and asexual. Hey, and I'm Sophia. I go by she, her pronouns, and I'm a lesbian. All right, well, thank you guys for coming on. We're happy to have you. We're excited to be here. Thank you for having us. And today we're going to be talking about the LGBTQ community and certain aspects of it, like how to be an ally, some of the difficulties that people in the LGBTQ community face, and stuff like that. So, to start us off, what was your first, I'm not going to say encounter, but, like, what was your first memory of meeting someone part of the LGBTQ community? Maybe someone came out to you. What was your first reaction? Andy, what was yours? My sister, yeah, she came out to me when I was, like, seven. So, I've been involved for a while. Good. And how did you feel when she came out to you? Did it seem normal? Were you confused? I literally didn't care. I mean, like... (laughs) You do you, sis. Yeah, that's great. Has anybody else had any similar experiences where they just thought it was normal, like very supportive interaction? Um, I actually had a pretty cool experience. Um, While I was coming out to them, they actually ended up coming out to me at the same time. I love that. I love that. Oh, we love that. Yeah. So I don't know. It was just really fun and interesting. Oh, that's nice. Well, that's so nice because you guys can support each other. Yeah. Oh, that's very nice. What about... I think my first experience uh, was when one of my very close friends came out to me, and that was kind of my first kind of experience. And afterwards, it just kind of led me to, you know, question my own sexuality and who I was attracted to and whatnot. Um, so that was kind of my kind of like uh, like open door to the community. Yeah. Uh, I had a kind of not so great experience on my end because the first time I heard, like I had no idea about any of this. Obviously mm-hmm. I knew that there was like such thing as people being gay and like, you know, girls liking girls and guys liking guys. And there's a rumor going around about this one girl being bi and my first reaction was, oh, she's too young to know. And obviously, I regret that very much. And what's actually kind of funny is I ended up dating that girl about two years later. <laughs> yeah. So she was the one who made me question my sexuality. And I was the one who said, oh, you're too young to know. I didn't say it to her face, but I said it behind her back. But even just saying it behind her back, I still feel, I still feel bad about it to this day. But yeah. Same. Yeah. Well, like, there wasn't, I feel like, something in schools, right? Like, it has something to do with schools and how they don't talk about it, right? Like, yeah. the first time we had, a like, a, a proper lesson on it was the end of grade nine last year. 
I hated that. That lesson was so bad. I hated (laughs) that. The entire time I was just like, let me do it. Like, (laughs) yeah, we were all in the same class. And as soon as she opened it up on the smart board, everybody looked at me and I'm like, oh. (laughs) (laughs) Like, why do you guys say that? Like, what would you have done differently? Like, explain what they did, what they did wrong, how you would have done it better. So, so first off, she did it all in a very confusing order. Oh, yes. Like, she started off with a really weird exercise that was supposed to simulate being in the closet which was already kind of iffy and then she moved straight into like i don't even remember but she should have started off with like actual definitions of like pronouns sexuality gender Mm. stuff like that she did that at the end after she had explained what like transgender was and stuff like that she explained it after oh it made no sense (laughs) and it just the way that she was explaining it um was almost damaging oh how so like what about what did she say that was damaging a lot of people already kind of like a lot of more (laughs) (laughs) i'm gonna be blunt a lot of more homophobic people view the community as like not making sense or continuously making things up as we go Mm, right like with the made-up third gender which there's there's so many genders gender of the spectrum mm-hmm. we didn't make it up we're just finding words for it now um and she just kind of was saying things that almost contributed to that energy a little bit mm-hmm. i see well then how would you because like i know something that ella just brought up was when she was younger she didn't get the education that she wanted to receive that she could so that she could react in a better way to the situation that that she was dealing with, right? Mm -hmm. How would you recommend, right? This isn't just, this isn't just directed at at Kaylee, but to everyone, how would you recommend that people try to educate others on this topic without giving like those damaging experiences to people in the LGBTQ community? Do it way earlier. Mm -hmm. How, how, like, how would you introduce it? I think it should just be like part of the school curriculum. How can we make this? yeah like it should just be like a normal topic like you know ask your teachers after class it shouldn't feel awkward and just like how social studies like maybe not as big as like you know math or social studies but like how we have health every year like Mm -hmm. it it should just be something that's normal and it should be taught from like preschool and elementary school so that once we get to junior high we're not it's not such a unfamiliar topic um, yeah, and I would also say that, like, I don't think it should be restricted to one specific class because it's just an aspect of life. So, like, it has to be taught in an age-appropriate way, and that depends on context and, like, the class. And a lot. it depends on a lot of factors. There's no one correct answer. But, like, the same way that you might, I don't know, read a story to kindergartners about a prince and a princess, you can read something exactly. that, like show shows diversity yeah like i think one benefit it's like if you um even now um i think it's taught as something that's still like this not as just not something that's normal i mean obviously they're like yeah like be accepting and whatnot but it's not like it's not like it 
as normalized as just teaching like sex ed for like straight cut for straight sexual relations and whatnot and it feels um, a little othering when they teach yeah it. it's like yeah, it's, it's still exactly. a bit it's like it's still separate like it's not something that's normal i mean obviously there everybody's like yeah like be accepting and whatnot but this is not taught like it's something that is rep that is there every day and that everybody like faces like it's still taught mm-hmm. as something that's separate exactly yeah like even just like kid shows like it should be in those things like having gay characters like gay main characters just you know making it so like a lot more familiar for younger kids mm-hmm. yeah just having more representation in general like mm-hmm. just through medias and books and stuff just yeah. i think would yeah. really benefit i like the idea about the books because like the children it can be like put in their mind that it's okay for like two girls or two guys to like be in love or whatever like mm-hmm. at a yeah. young age, mm-hmm. yeah. Make it just make it more normal, right? Yeah, because then it, it yeah, because then it gives them the idea that if they feel that way, um, that it's normal. It's not something that they should be scared about or that they're wrong or anything like that. And that it's something that is there, and that you know they, and that it's not something that's like taboo. Yeah. yeah. Well, like here's the thing: Why do you guys think that society? doesn't show these things i think people have a tendency to want to split into groups to want to um create conflict or maybe not create it but find conflict like a specific community just to make them feel bad about themselves and it's, it's really easy to do that when it's a minority it's very easy to dehumanize and demonize a group of people and you can see that happen in many cases across history not just with the lgbtq community yeah Yeah. even like the word homophobe was not in the bible until the 1940s or sorry Mm -hmm. not the word homophobe (laughs) (laughs) Uh, homosexual homosexual sorry no it's okay no it's totally fine yeah um Um, yeah it was about like that segment was about pedophilia but in the 1940s they changed it mm -hmm. yeah um i think it's something to note that i think um it people always like there's been conflict all throughout human history and i think people just like you said it's people want to be able to fit in to have a group that's something that they understand and obviously this is talking about more like present times um that but you know if something is um if something doesn't fit someone's idea of normal then i think they get nervous around it and they don't understand it humans Mm -hmm. want humans want to understand and if they don't then i feel like they get they can get offensive we don't like change yeah no we don't like change mm-hmm. so and anything that progresses or that they don't that they maybe don't understand it scares them mhm yeah totally but here's the thing okay i'm not defending anyone but um i know we say that like there has been lots of discrimination right but not everybody is like that and i hope nobody listening to this thinks that's what we're doing right we're just presenting that but also there are people who do support the lgbtq community and they're called allies 
right? And I'm sure quite a few of you here <laughs> to that. Um, and I'm sure you all have like your friends, like everybody here right now. We're all very supportive, right? And I know like Amelia and I are very supportive, right? And we're both allies, right? So like if you could give a definition of what an ally is to you, what would it be? Support. Support. Could you elaborate <laughs> on that? Like, what do they do? Like, do they be like, yes, support? Like, do they just like give you a piece of paper that says support on it? Like, exactly. exactly. Yeah. Um, just being there to talk to and not making you feel weird or different or alienated, and just being like, I'm here to talk. Like, totally understand it. Like, yeah, just being there for them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, we're gonna each gonna give like, a quick little definition, but also if you do want to uh, learn more about how to be a good ally and what allyship means to us, go listen to the episode that we did on the Queries podcast. Woo! Shout about out allies, yes. where we go, in, where we go more plug. in depth about this. <laughs> check it out, guys. <laughs> yes, check it out. Um, but yeah, like support. Um, because, and this is just for me, but I don't. I want to be treated as if. I were just a normal person. Like, I don't want to have any special treatment. Um, And so just, like, to be there and to know that I'm accepted, but also to just be, like, treated as just a human and not someone that needs special treatment just for who I'm attracted to or what I, like, what my gender is and whatnot. Mm -hmm. Yeah. What about you, Andy? Ooh, I mean, allyship, like, like Ella said, like, it is so important to have that support in your life, you know, like, I feel like there's so much against us already, that having a safe space to go to is just super important. Yeah, Yeah. I feel like you could say that for like, everything, right? Like, there's a place where like, every minority, yeah. Mm-hmm. Every minority, every person. I know, like, that, that is kind of broad, but, like, every person has, like, a safe space where they can go, whether it is a person or a place, mm-hmm. right? Would you say mm-hmm. that, like, that's kind of what an ally brings? Yeah. Right? That sense of security, that sense of, like, almost home. Homey feeling. Homey Ooh. feeling. Yeah. <laughs> just I... who doesn't make you feel different. And just yeah. makes you... Oh, my God. anyways um what do you think the most impactful thing good or bad an ally has done for you um me personally i think it's like we've talked about before just being there for me and like just showing that they care Mm -hmm. for me yeah so for me it was like just this one person that i came out to I basically, we were, like, in a coffee shop waiting for our coffees. <laughs> and do you, do you know what story I'm talking about or no? Maybe. Hold on. We were in our coffee shop waiting for our coffees. And side note, I had to wait half an hour for my coffee because they <laughs> forgot to make it. But it's, <laughs> uh, it's okay. It's okay. And so we're waiting there awkwardly. And there's, uh, like, we have a third friend who's waiting outside with our dogs. And then I turned to him and I'm like, by the way, I'm not straight. And he was just like, hell yeah, man. I support that and gave me a high five. And I was like, that is one of my favorite reactions. Oh, that's amazing. Where are are these men? 
Wait. Yes. <laughs> are you are you hiding them from us, Haley? No, I mean, no. Not Haley. Yeah, Haley. Haley, Haley. Where'd they go? <laughs> Yeah, they just... That is such an awesome reaction. Oh, that is one of my favorites. Yeah. Wait, this is it Cis Hat Man? Yes. Very oh, I love hat. that. Sam. <laughs> yeah, we stan. We stan that. <laughs> totally. Yeah. Well, like, has anybody else had something really impactful that an ally has done for them? Um, not really impactful. Um, because on like quite a few of my friends are queer, so usually from feeling off about anything in that like realm I will go to them just because they know what I'm feeling mm-hmm. um so not really if we're talking like coming out which I don't know we might do later on but um when I just really quickly like when I came out to my dad I was really nervous just because I he's like kind of his whole vibe is kind of I'm intimidated mm-hmm. a lot of the time it's like you know still I love him very much obviously um yeah. it's like but you know I, it was very scary to come out to him um for whatever reason and when I did come out to him he was a bit um I almost I I almost just said he was shook <laughs> he was shooketh your dad was shooketh uh no he was a bit you know he was a bit shocked because obviously because he has the mindset of I'm I was still very young I was thir- I was 13 when I came out to him and he's like you're still very young like how do you know um which wasn't the reaction that I was that I wanted to have so I was a bit off like off put about that but I know he like doesn't really care about this stuff so he would be fine but the next day when I got back from school he was in the kitchen and he came and he was like I'm sorry how I reacted it just wasn't what I was expecting when you said you wanted to talk to me um but I love you and I support you and I don't care who you're attracted to and then he and then he segued into just don't get a tattoo and that was (laughs) and that was how he ended the conversation but when he said that you know it almost made me want to cry but you know it was just so that was just something that really meant a lot to me and it's not really an out like Mm -hmm. being an ally it's just you know support something yeah support that I was looking for and it really meant a lot to me yeah I think one of the best uh the, actually, the first person. Well, I came out two times. I came out as bi. At, well, actually, three times. I came out as bi. Then I came out as lesbian, and now I'm gone back to queer. But when I came out as um, like a lesbian, I was dating a guy at the time, and the first person I told, Aspen, you look so shocked. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm like, what happened? I'm so intrigued. What did your boyfriend say? Um, he took it actually pretty well. He was he oh, was a little good. shocked, but yeah. So <laughs> the first person I came out to about that, I was like, I think I'm gay and I don't like guys. Um, was actually Amelia, and Aww. I remember we were sitting on the hot tub, and I was like, Amelia, I have something to tell you. I don't think I'm bi, and I think I need to break up with my boyfriend. <laughs> <laughs> and she was just really supportive, and like honestly, you didn't seem very shocked. You were just like, Yeah, okay, cool. <laughs> I just I, I honestly just didn't care what you were as long as like you were just happy yeah and oh, you that's just, yeah. really sweet figure out a way to break up with him was kind of interesting <laughs> <laughs> what did you what did you tell him um, you just like I'm not attracted to guys Sorry. I just yes I honestly don't really remember because it was I think it's yeah two years ago and I just said something along the lines of like I'm sorry but this isn't gonna work I don't think uh, like I don't see you as anything more than a friend and yeah 
So yeah, that was kind of fun. Friend zone. Oh, I see. Friend zone after oh. we dated. <laughs> <laughs> that's rough yeah. that's rough buddy that's rough buddy <laughs> that came out like 50 freaking times it was horrible it's not horrible i mean it's a it was bad for me why was it bad because i kept changing my mind because like people um, were like oh you look so straight and I'm like oh. oh i love when i get that comment oh my god it's funny but like the thing is someone part of the lgbtq community and someone who isn't who is who is an ally or even not i guess um they don't they don't look they don't look they shouldn't look different right like someone part of the lgbtq community shouldn't like have a distinct way of looking compared to someone who isn't right (laughs) yeah Yeah, like there there are like things like cuff jeans or whatever is like that's kind way. of like your body. Like there are stuff like the that. Go-to it example. It, it's not I every do single like bi jeans. person <laughs> does that. Like not every single bi person does that. So, yeah, <laughs> like there's generalizations, but that doesn't apply to every person. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. it is fun being called out every once in a while. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just absolutely called out by TikTok every day. Oh my oh, god. god. Oh my god. Yeah. You know what? You know what's funny is I actually had a conversation with my mom like it during dinner today and I explained to her like all the different like sexualities and like the gender identity and what and how like what that is and whatnot. And also like some of the tells. Um and she was like, So you got an undercut and you dyed your hair so that you could tell people that you're gay? And I was like, yeah, but without telling them I'm gay, you know, <laughs> so that, so it's like, and so I gave her an answer, so subtle, like, so, subconscious. Yeah, so it's like, yeah, so it's like, I could go to a coffee shop and I, if my hair was up and someone come and like a girl complimented my undercut, I would be like, oh, thank you. And then I'd be like, I like your cuff jeans or I like your hair, <laughs> well, like, shoulder length, like purple hair. And then like, yeah, and, then we go, and that means we yeah. both have the mutual agreement or understanding <laughs> that we're both gay. Yeah, yeah. at its finest. <laughs> Building off mm-hmm. of that idea of like gay code. Gay um, <laughs> code. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And so, like, continuing on with that like gay code idea, um, like, it is sort of like when you guys were kids, did you ever come up with like code names for people yeah. you guys had crushes on? Yes. No. Oh my god, all the cake names. names. Everybody cake What? We had a whole like book. It was like a, it was a scrap piece of paper. I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> and we had like all of like the names of like the important people to us, like our crushes and all that. Important. And we named important quotations are the people we didn't like and we named them after cake flavors so that we could talk about them in class we'd be like oh yeah did you see like strawberry shortcake oh they look good and of course we like no what 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 we were dating at the time with carrot cake oh my god (laughs) with the redhead yes What the hell? <laughs> oh gosh. Okay. Oh, we did for someone that was like hot sauce. I don't even remember who they were. Hot sauce. <laughs> what? Oh, and like another person was dirt. Okay. Oh, I this is a different oh. school with different people, but yeah. I don't know. Anyways, with that point being made, like it is like that, this gay code is very reminiscent of that, and it's kind of just nice to be like, oh, do you listen to Girl in Red? Yeah. Or like. Sweater, sweater weather. Sweater. <laughs> okay, guys. Guys, I'm so confused. Like, sweater weather has always been one of my favorite songs. Like, ever Same. since I first heard it. But oh like, that God, was before it was like the song. Gay? 
It's the bi song. Is it? Yeah, it's the yeah, literally no. I'm so straight. <laughs> the holes of my sweater. Wow, beautiful singing. Thank you. Like, <laughs> I love. See, song. I told you I can't sing. Yeah. <laughs> you can sing. Oh my god. <laughs> I'll just be your backing track. Keep talking, guys. Keep talking. I'll be your backing. <laughs> I mean, like the whole thing, though. The holes their... of my sweat. Oh my god! It's too cold. There you guys go. Okay, continue. Okay. Um, the whole thing of something being like gay or part of that culture doesn't exclude anyone, right? Like from using yeah. it. Like just like rainbows are like used for the gay flag. That doesn't mean like every person who likes rainbows is automatically gay it's it can still exist outside of that mm-hmm. if i ever see a child wearing a rainbow shirt of any type i compliment them and say that they're my favorite <laughs> human because they're adorable <laughs> oh, i do the same thing oh my gosh they're just so cute mm-hmm. i know little gay children are like when they dye their hair rainbow it's just it's, it's so cute <laughs> they're just so yeah. gay I really want to. Um, I really want to get like a bunch of like rainbow clothing, and then like go to my grandparents' house and just wear it. And they're like, "Oh, I've never seen you wear like rainbows." And I'm like, "Yep, I just yep. really love rainbows so much. The colors, <laughs> so so much. The colors, the colors. The colors. It's it. almost like you know, I'm and one love, with it. <laughs> I love you know, like pink, especially you know, just <laughs> just pink. yes, and purple, you know. Mm -hmm. well like on a slightly different note Mm -hmm. have you ever like this is kind of directed at ella because i know she has Uh something to say on it but have you (laughs) ever felt scared because you're part of the community ella's like i'm ready for my (laughs) ready for this um yes i have Specifically, when I heard about our premier Jason Kenney and what he was, go- what his plans were with Bill Twenty Four. Now, if you don't know what Bill Twenty Four is, um, I might have to cut this part out because I need to find it. Um, I guess Ella doesn't either. Uh, sorry, <laughs> I know what it is. Where is it? Come ah! back next week to find out more. <laughs> oh, here it is. Found it. Okay, so it says Bill Twenty Four requires schools to help students establish the clubs immediately and make it illegal for officials to disclose student participation to parents except when students were at risk of harm so that means that um and jason kenny and what he wanted to do was he was threatening that bill and i'm not sure if he actually um did anything to that bill or if it's still in place um but he wanted to take it away making it um legal for for teachers to tell parents if students were a Great. No, Ellie, you might want to explain like what it means just for like GSAs really quickly. Just yeah, for I was confused. getting there. Yeah, Ella has the whole. Story. I was getting there. Okay. So we were too busy looking at Andy's drawing. Beautiful yeah. drawing. Beautiful okay. drawing. Um, Artist. <laughs> okay, so, um, so taking away Bill Twenty Four would make it legal for teachers to tell parents if students were part of GSAs, and that's harmful because some students don't have stable homes and have homophobic parents, which means that um, they could get kicked out of their house or they could get beat or who knows what else. So that for me made me really scared because I had some friends who had homophobic parents and I was worried about what was going to happen to them. And yeah, so Mm -hmm. yeah, the clubs that I'm referring to um, in schools are GSAs, Gay Straight Alliances. Um, 
and there is another there's another thing here and it says his government education law repeals bill 24 there will be no deadline for school administrators to grant a student's request to establish a club and students will no longer be assured the right to use words such as gay and queer in the names of their club so my question is um how do you feel about not being able to use the words gay and queer you know it it makes you think that some people who believe that you know or that don't realize you know that people that are part of this community they aren't always very lucky when it comes to the people they have to live with Mm -hmm. um and that certain clubs provide safe spaces for them to be who they are and Mm -hmm. in certain circumstances that can be life-saving because when you feel like you belong somewhere and that you have people that you can connect with and you know that you're safe Mm-hmm. Um, by threatening to take that away is detrimental. Like, that can, yeah. like Ella said... Very damaging. Can, yeah, that can be terrifying mm-hmm. for some people. Yeah. Um, and it makes you think that some people in very high-ranking, like, government power what believe that, yeah, that they can do that and that, you know, they believe these things or they don't realize the effect that these things will have on the people that they're supposed to protect. Yeah. And after he was elected in April, at nearly 90 Alberta schools, there were walkouts and protests. I don't know if you guys were a part of any of them. I wasn't. Yeah. I didn't know they were I was. Oh, I, yeah, I, I didn't know out. they were happening oh. or I would have done it. So what were the walkouts? Oh, you um, were? That's so cool. For like two seconds okay, or less. <laughs> I was like in the background <laughs> holding my little sign. I think I was on my oh. friend's shoulders. Oh, I remember yes. that. Oh, I love mm-hmm. that. Yeah. So yeah. What were, the, what were the walkouts like? Like, what did you guys do? How many students were there? And like, were there, there were quite a few students. Yeah, there was a good amount. Yeah, it I, was a pretty actually, big thing. Also, we were in art and like, the teacher, like, I was an art, and she's like, mm-hmm. I can't officially endorse this walkout, but I will just say that if you choose to walk out, then um, I support you in that. And that was, like, Aww. a very nice anecdote from that day. When I was in and I got yelled at. Oh, I was oh, in no. class. Oh. And he was oh. like, I'm going to mark you absent. And I'm like, okay, oh, yeah. do it. My FLA teacher did that do as well. It, <gasps> The thing is, like, the thing is, like, with my gym class, I think, like, at least 15 kids out of my gym class went, and I was the only one that got yelled at for it. Wow. Uh, well, that's just And it was, like, but, yeah, I got, like, and it was in front of everybody. He singled me, my gym teacher singled me out in front of everybody oh and yelled at God. me. Well, that's suspicious. Wow. That's, <laughs> that's, that's a little sus. Yeah. Oh, my God. She yeah. was amazing. She would Honestly. Do. I feel like I would have done that if I had known, but also, like, at least at our junior high, I feel like it wasn't super common to, like, do anything like that. Like, the vast majority of yeah. people weren't, obviously, they were probably support, like, they would have, they probably just don't care about, like, the LGBTQ, and that, like, they don't care what really what happens, like, they're not involved. So, yeah. I think it would have been a bit weird. I mean, yeah. but also, just, I didn't know, like, yeah, we- I... I can't remember. Did we, did like we have a walkout? Because I know our teacher, our humanities teacher, she probably would have encouraged us to do it. 
because she, she's just oh, like yeah on I, we had another walkout i don't remember what it was for but like she encouraged us. i think she like just like she came out with us too and just like yeah it, it was good it's nice to have encouraging uh, teachers yes it is it totally is and supportive yeah well i mean is there anything else that you guys would like to touch on quick i mean just pause just very briefly, Nathan, do you think we should bleep out teachers' names? Just Oh yeah, don't worry. Nathan and yeah. I are texting as we're doing this. I mentioned one. It was slightly talked we can, over. We, we we can we can take that part out then. We can take the part out. Oh my I'm sorry. Nathan! I'm yeah. sorry. Okay. Y'all can be very cool. I just asked Okay, what? sorry. What? Um, just really quick, I think one thing that I'd kind of like to discuss about is just, like, our experiences, like, coming out, if you are out, and how that kind of differs from person to person, and also what that means to, like, a queer person. Mm -hmm. Of course. So, you know, I mentioned earlier my experience coming out to my dad, and I'm very, very fortunate in that my parents are both accepting of me, um, and my, and, like, end of the community and so I'm very very lucky in that regard um but that doesn't take away from the fact like I mentioned it's still it was still very terrifying for me like I it took me I came up to my mom first um and honestly I think she probably knew because anytime I was curious about like I was thinking about doing it I was always like uh ask her first I was like so what would you say if I like wasn't straight <laughs> <laughs> like what like super just met- metaphorically you know? yes like in yeah. theory <laughs> hypothetically in theory. Yeah, hypothetically <laughs> but you know so i came up to her first and she gave me like well you know i accept you for who you are like obviously you're oh, not changing your good. personality you're still you mm-hmm. and it doesn't matter who you love um and like i meant like I, I explained how i came up to my dad earlier but you know just my relationship with him i was very t- nervous like nervous to come out to him yeah. even though i knew that he would be fine with it. It was it was still scary. I think that's one thing people don't realize is that even if you know that the person in question that you're coming out to will accept you, it's still scary. Yeah. Like regardless, because mm-hmm. you're like exposing this like part of yourself that is like you're being so vulnerable, and mm-hmm. and like the way that they react can like damage you so much. Like if you mm-hmm. come out to someone, yeah. eat like they support you, and then they who you thought would support you and they don't that can be so heartbreaking yeah Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. i just wonder what's your guys' experience and whatnot i have a kind of similar situation i'm out to both of my parents but at the time i didn't know if they'd be supporting or not they Mm -hmm. are though i'm very lucky for them to be supportive but Mm -hmm. i know that i'm never going to be out to everybody there's I know a lot of homophobic people. Like, yeah. There's homophobic people in my family, so. Same. And, yeah, just, mm. it sucks. But I'm just grateful for the support that I do have. And that's yeah. enough for me, honestly. Mm-hmm. That's really well said, Sophia. And I feel like we can all just take a moment to appreciate the people who do support us, right? Mm-hmm. And what we do and, like, our sexual orientations and our identity and our gender and all that just appreciate that people do take the time 
right, to try and support us, right, even though sometimes, right, like, some people don't understand it, right, and I know, Mm -hmm. like, quite a few might have heard that, like, I don't understand, like, what does this mean, right? Yeah. But I think we can appreciate sometimes that people, even if they don't understand, they take the time to try and understand to be able to support us. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, just not taking it for granted, right? Yeah, like, even... um... I came out to my mom first as well. Yeah. And like, a cu- she was good about it. She was really good and supportive. And I'm thankful for that. And a couple days later, she actually emailed me because we're both musical theater fans. <laughs> she emailed me asking if I wanted to go to this local show that was being put on at Theater Calgary. Like, it's not a big Broadway show or anything that I'd been touring. And I kind of looked at the description and it was retelling the story about how a boyfriend, about, about how a guy, like took the catholic uh school board to law to to court court so he could have the right to take his boyfriend to prom (gasps) i love her and i I cried so much (laughs) but yeah that's nice i love how i was able to speak there Mm-hmm. <laughs> you're so good kaylee i am so proud of you yeah Yay, round of support <laughs> yeah totally that's really sweet have your parents have any has anybody else's parents ever done something like to show that like they support you without like verbally being like i support you amelia <laughs> okay so like i'm straight but when parents <laughs> Whenever, like, I'm on the phone with Ella or Haley, and my mom comes in, Ella always screams, your daughter is gay or whatever. <laughs> and, like, my mom, like, she, she's like, oh, yeah. she's like, like, she always supports it. Like, she, she actually, like, so sometimes, like, when we talk about stuff, like, I'm like, oh, like, she's like, who do you like or whatever? She's like, do you, do you have, like, a boyfriend or a girlfriend? Like, she always brings up the idea of that, Aww. even though she knows I'm straight. So, yeah, I know, like, yeah, if really I nice ever, stuff. like, just That's came really out as, great. like, not straight in the future, I know she would accept me, but, like, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. My mom does that, too. Like, she remembers, like, she'll catch herself. Like, she'll be, whenever uh, we talk about whoever I'm, like, I am interested in or whoever I'm dating, well, I'm only dating one person, yeah. but, like, whoever I'm interested in, she's like, <laughs> whoever you end up with, boy or girl, like, or girl, like, it doesn't matter, or and it's just, like, you know, and she, I don't know, like, it de- ma- depends on what we're talking about in, like, the situation, but she'll usually, like, she'll always add, like, boy or girl, or, like, she'll usually be, or whoever you're dating, which mm-hmm. I, I appreciate. Yeah, yeah actually, nice. my grandpa also did something similar, like, when I was in, like, grade seven, I think, he would, like, he came up with this, like, made-up name for my pretend boyfriend, and he would always be, like, so, how's so-and-so doing, right? And then, like, <laughs> a year after that, I guess he started to suspect that maybe I wasn't straight for <laughs> me. So, yeah. and then he, like, would just start asking, like, oh, are you interested in anyone? And I just think that's really sweet. He's got a that better... That is really considerate. Cute. He's got a great gaydar. <laughs> better than me. <laughs> yeah. Knows before you. Yeah. yeah. 
actually my parent it was a kind of funny because i told my parents that i was dating a girl and that i had a girlfriend and then i came out to them afterwards <laughs> <laughs> what did they think you were saying i have a girlfriend also i'm not straight um, really i don't know Who but they were, just kinda, they were just kind of like okay cool but then like i came out like I, I got my gay flag and i like went around the house and i was like what's this and they're like a gay flag and then i like shook the flag and i pointed at myself and i was like shaking flag pointing at myself and they finally were like you're like, gay and i'm like yeah <laughs> and my dad, my dad was just like yeah no duh you told me you had a girlfriend <laughs> so yeah wasn't very surprised oh my gosh an interesting order to come out in <laughs> yeah. yeah i think some people don't like underestimate how nice it is and how lucky and like how great it is when your parents accept you yeah because you know, it really sucks when you have family that does that you have grown up with that you care about, but you know they'll never accept you. Like most, if not all, of my dad's side of the family are very religious, and they do not support uh, LGBTQ plus. And they've had many arguments. I remember one time I got in an argument with my oma. It's my grandma. Yeah. Um, and it was. I'm not gonna go into two debt too detail like too much detail but it was very hard for me to hear because this was at the time when I was really starting to question my sexuality and to just hear her talk about it and hear her like opinions on it it really made me very like upset because I know that she will never accept me and that if I came at her they would see me in a different light which really sucks (laughs) it really really sucks when you know you have family that will never accept you so, you know, it also makes you, but it also makes you appreciate the people that you do have in your life yeah. that accept you for who you are. Of course, and any, everyone on this call, we all support you. We're always here, right? And if you guys ever need something, you know, you guys can just text one of us, call one of us. We're here. If you just <laughs> want to rant about something or be like, I don't know my sexuality anymore. Like, Aspen, Aspen, I do need something. I need food. I'll be at your house in five <gasps> minutes. Um, I'll Thank you. Popcorn. I got you. <laughs> I wish it was that easy. <laughs> I Aspen's the new Uber Eats. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yes, I'm starting a business. Oh, yes. Yeah. Please, somebody sponsor me. Uber Eats. <laughs> oh, my God. Wait, we can get the podcast to sponsor you. Because <laughs> we make so, so much money. What money? Yeah, we're, making, we're making bank off of this podcast. We're making bank off we're of this. We're so, so much. <laughs> Lord, it's it's so much. I I don't even know how much we're making. Like it's it's almost like we're making nothing. Like <laughs> yeah, like, wow. like it's almost like we're just doing this for ourselves. <laughs> how much am I getting paid per minute as an honorary guest? Smile, Wow, wow, feel special. You get a virtual high five for every podcast. When we get back to school, I'll give everybody here a dime. A dime? A dime. A singular dime. Yeah. Here's the dime. dime. Don't spend it all in one place. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Is there anything else you guys would like to add to it? Um, Yeah. If I can add to what Kira was saying. um, I think it's really important to consider if you're ever having discussions about the LGBTQ plus community, that if there are people around you, whether you know it or not, who are part of that community, those conversations 
are so much more draining for the people who feel personally about the things being discussed. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, well, I mean, like we could even just use like uh, like this group here, right? Like, I feel like this might be more draining for you guys than it is for me, considering I haven't dealt with some of like I haven't dealt with some of the issues of it, right? But yeah. And yes, I'm involved, right? And yes, I'm an ally, right? But that doesn't mean I'm gonna try and like force myself into it and be like, no, I have dealt with stuff too, right? Like I <laughs> like I respect that you guys have gone through stuff, and I can mm-hmm. feel like empathy for you, yeah. But like, yeah, it's not gonna be as draining for me. Right? Because I haven't gone through it. Yeah, like it's incredibly hard when I go over to my to my dad's side to like my grandparents' house and like usually we have family dinners where like his brothers come over with their families and we have dinner and sometimes, actually most of the time usually this conversation will come up and I'm actually really proud of my mom because one time, I think it was like it was before COVID, it was like the year but it was like 2018 and my opa, who's my grandpa, he was saying how they shouldn't be teaching, like, how to, like, this, like, he said it as, like, this stuff, as, like, so like, he, because they view this in very different lights, obviously, but my, my mom got very angry with him and told them and, like, yelled at him that they were teaching acceptance, and I was very Aww. proud of her for that, but, like, it is very Good. hurtful when I hear them talk about like people like that mm-hmm. like and it's I just I can't because uh, I it, I'm just like oh well you're that means like you're referring to me and like the people that I'm friends with and my com- like the community and whatnot mm-hmm. I see I see I actually yeah. have a question for you guys um you guys all know the f slur mm-hmm. and for mm-hmm. me when I when I hear it I I get offended but, like, I feel like I'm not allowed to be offended because it wasn't said directly at me. So if someone is just, like, saying it, like, in a general conversation or you just hear it, one, how would you approach someone who is saying it? And two, how does it make you feel when you hear it? I think it's really difficult to approach, especially, like you said, if it's not being directed at you because... yeah people might feel like, oh, this isn't your place to do this right here and now, so. Yeah. That's the, yeah. And it also just, when I hear that word, it kind of hits me again. Like, I am a minority. I could be threatened by this because of the history behind that word. Yeah. yeah. And it's just, it, it's a word that makes me feel awful and I don't know how to approach people who are saying it like Luciana said if you're not mm-hmm. like part of the situation that it's said in because again it's not you know they might say like oh it's not your place um, yeah I think like, I feel like it is our place though yeah yeah because it's it's kind of like directed at like kind of like the whole community the whole inside. community yeah, yeah. It's just kind of hard to call someone out on it. Yeah. yeah. Difficult to approach. Yeah, I know. Yes. Would you say that it's difficult to approach because you don't feel like you have the authority to do it? Or would you say it is difficult to approach because you don't want to start a conflict? Or you just feel unsafe in general. Yeah. I That's think it's it. Yeah. And also, I like see. we were saying yeah. earlier about conversations about um, 
you know, our rights and everything draining us, like having, like I've had to actually like talk to people and explain the history behind the word and explain why it's not okay to say. And -hmm. those are always just so emotionally exhausting conversations to have. And it's just like, I don't want people to be saying it, Mm -hmm. but at the same time, I don't know how to stop people from saying it. Yeah. Yeah. And like, sorry. Um, even if it's not like a huge argument or a huge thing that you have to explain, like I personally, like in my math class, I have called somebody out oh who's in text to me. Oh my gosh, that um, was. Oh my fucking god. Um, uh, anyway, I don't know what happened now. What happened? Um, well, Ooh. they just, you know, the um, attack class helicopter. Class <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> like what i did is i approached the situation like pretty carefully i was like hey you know you can identify as whatever you want i was like yeah i'm gonna validate your identity as an attack helicopter but you shouldn't invalidate other people's experiences and identities and he was like what do you mean? You're homophobic. That was literally his answer. Wait, <laughs> did he say you were homophobic? Yes. <laughs> I didn't yes, even Lucia, say the word homophobic. Wow. Can you, can you even, Luciana, like, why are you even here? Like, yeah. you're so homophobic. <laughs> oh, like, what are you yeah, yeah. yeah. I know. You have to educate mm-hmm. me on why I have to be an ally, guys. Like, <laughs> no, that's to, our, to, your, to our episode we did on the queries podcast where we talk about being an ally every single one of their videos every time we mention ally Kira is just gonna be like be sure to check well, out the <laughs> yeah. I love it yeah no honestly um, and I kind of feel guilty of it, like saying this, but because there's usually, at least in my experience, the people who say that without any consideration and just people who say that in general, stuff like that, um, there are people who, um, I feel like I, there's so much, I don't want to say stigma, but just like a stereotype, at least in the, in like groups where they don't really support the LGBTQ community, where we're a bunch of like uh, where we're like weak and we're sensitive and we get offended by everything snowflakes snowflakes yeah Mm -hmm. and so i'm at least this is me personally i'm nervous about calling people out at least in person because i don't want to be met with the comments of oh you're so weak like you're so sensitive like why are you being so offended by this and it's like well it's because it represents like a really dark time in the history of our community and it yeah. It, and it hurts and it shouldn't be said by yeah. someone who's not in the community mm-hmm. but they yeah. don't but they don't understand that and so I'm so I don't call them out which I should but I call them out mm-hmm. online because then I'm <laughs> because I can be composed and I'm not going to be met with all the other eyes of people in the comments mm-hmm. from other people mm-hmm. yeah. well to kind of unless there's something else anyone else would like to add but Andy, if I, I can if Andy has oh, Andy sorry I couldn't see you okay I I feel like this is more of the light-hearted side but like it is so so scary to come out especially in like Alberta especially in a more conservative area like I've literally been threatened 
by death like someone tried to like like dm'd me like under some weird fake account saying that they were literally going to come to my house and shoot me after i came out oh my god so um, you know like i hate it here yeah i'm not sure so, how conservative alberta is like oh, I, just like calgary is definitely more like chill we are more yeah. accepting but like rural yeah. alberta like if you go on road trips and crap like oh, i had gosh. my backpack with my little pin mm-hmm. and people mm-hmm. were just like staring at me they're like, mm. mm-hmm. like oh yeah exactly oh, and when you make those jokes you are reminding us of like our personal experiences and our the history within our community of hatred and homophobia uh-huh. and it is absolutely unacceptable yeah you know, mm-hmm. I'm a bit nervous because I'm moving to rural Pennsylvania in the summer. Um, and the area I'm hopeful is because it's a very small town. It's like a town of like 5,000 people. Um, and uh, we're moving there for my dad's work and he works at the hospital. And actually the hospital there looks very nice. So I'm hopeful that the majority of people that live there work at the hospital. So they may be, you know more a bit like more well educated on everything and so they have a more progressive opinion but you know again it's in rural pennsylvania which means i'm probably going to be surrounded and i don't know if you guys saw like the voting charts but you know it's very red it's a very red state excluding like like philly and pittsburgh but um so i'm a bit nervous just because you know um i personally haven't experienced too much of like homophobia or discrimination my life like nobody's directly told me anything like super homophobic like super homophobic but I am very nervous about that because I'm worried about what I'm gonna have to act like or like live like when I move there so I see well good luck yeah we will be with you through it all and um on a little bit of the brighter side a little bit of hope um there are still people who will support you when you are there right and I'm sure there will be, right? You have your parents there as well, right? Who support you, which is yep. amazing. Yeah. And Sweet. like something that I found was really amazing. The other day I came downstairs and my parents were actually like, this wasn't like recently, this was like two months ago. And they were watching like a documentary on like the history of the LGBTQ community. And I come in and I'm like, <gasps> what are you guys up to? And they're like, we just wanted to be educated so that when you talked about it with us, we can actually know the history of it and we can respect what like your friends are going through and what you're going through. And I was like, yo, that, that is, that is, my dad I thought that was really cool. Yeah. yeah. Melissa and Prince Eric. Prince Eric. Oh my, my dad looks like <laughs> yeah. Prince Eric at the moment. Yes. He's growing Sarah. It's amazing. What? Yeah. He looks like Prince Eric. And then my mom <laughs> looks like Cinderella. So <gasps> Wow. (laughs) Well, on that point, um, to end us off, I have one final question. If you could tell everyone in the LGBTQ community, like you're talking to your fellow LGBTQ community, what would you say? You don't need labels. Boom. Yeah. (laughs) Just just vibe with whatever you're comfortable with. Yeah, and don't feel like there's something wrong with you or that there's something fundamentally broken about you mm-hmm. you're you're you and that is quite possibly the best thing you can be 
and our adversity is what makes us us and it's what makes us stronger and I think you should be proud of that yeah Mm -hmm. and you are valid and you are loved yeah we love you we love you say I was gonna say it gets better it it gets better even if you are in a situation where it feels like it's hopeless and you feel like you're broken or that nobody in your life accepts you I can promise you that there's someone out there that will love you and will accept you for who you are and that if and that it does get better I know it's terrifying and you know it's very scary to be to realize that you're part of this group um because that can mean different things for different people like it it might mean that your family won't accept you but it will get better Mm-hmm. yes and on that note thank you all for tuning in I hope you enjoy this episode with our special guest the queries and of course Ooh. our honorary member Kaylee thank you <laughs> um, we absolutely adored having you on and yes if you would like to continue listening to our crazy shenanigans please <laughs> follow our Instagram at chitchatchillin and go drop a follow at the queries Instagram as well and yes we hope you enjoyed we'll see you next time bye bye, bye. bye. I mean, hear you next time.